Today, I want to talk with you about daring faith because it's that kind of faith that dares to believe that the touch of Jesus can make everything possible. Amen? Amen. Daring faith says, Jesus, there's not one thing that you cannot make happen. Take a look at this scripture. This young father brought his son to Jesus, said, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, he gnashes his teeth, and he becomes rigid. Jesus said, bring the boy to me. So they brought him. And when the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, "How, how long has it been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, (laughs) says Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Folks, I believe with all my heart, everything is possible for one who dares to believe in Jesus Christ and his power. Amen? Amen? Everything is possible. Now, let's go back a whole year before the doors of Canyon Hills opened to 26 years ago. And there were some people there believing that the touch of Jesus could make a new church possible. And their daring faith, write this down, their daring faith made a new church possible. They dared to believe that a new church was doable. They dared to believe that the touch of Jesus could make a new church possible. The leadership at Rose Drive Friends Church The core team that decided to leave their church home at Rose Drive and and come out and be our core team and help us start, they believed. They had daring faith. They believed that Jesus was up to something. Shirley and I believed. And yet I'm telling you, it took daring faith to start. It took daring faith for Shirley and I, 35 years old, to believe that God could use little old us to start a church. It took daring faith to believe that God could provide for our family and our three young kids with no guarantees it would work. And I'll never forget the very first day leaning down to unlock the door at that facility, not knowing if anybody would come and not knowing if we would have a job or any provision past that. And I knew in the back of my head that our first annual budget was $240,000. And I didn't know if anybody was going to show up at all. It took daring faith. But believing that Jesus had called us, we believed he would make it possible. It took daring faith then for us to move. We were pastoring at East Whittier Friends Church to move to Yorba Linda knowing that I just had nine months to raise close to $500,000 to even make the church possible. To then negotiate a lease in this light industrial facility that hadn't yet been negotiated And the city was fighting it. The city of Yorba Linda had never yet allowed a church to operate inside a light industrial facility. We were the first. God made something possible. I knew he had nine months to select an architect and design a whole interior. To then develop a core team. To plan a marketing campaign. To get the building signed off by the city. Then to open the doors hoping somebody would come. And then if they did, start the real work. Huh, Greg? (laughs) 
then the real work would start. And I was just thinking about it. I was, wow. And yet nine months later, after nine months of labor, God did, did something that we thought was maybe impossible, but he made it possible. It took daring faith to implement God's vision. Before I was ever moved to your Belinda, God had spoken to my heart in that whole prayer process, saying, God, is this what you're calling us to do? He spoke into my heart a vision. And I, as I listened to the vision, I said, God, a lot of churches aren't even doing this stuff. How, how in the world can we do this? And one, one part of the vision was multiple services on day one. And I said, God, a lot of churches open, and they can't even fill up one service. How in the world are we supposed to start with two and, and open with two services? But it's a good thing we did because we opened with 400 people. Amen? Amen. We, couldn't, we couldn't have seated them. Part of the vision was multiple musicians on that day. And, you know, think back 25 years ago, music and worship was piano, organ, choir, one guy at the pulpit doing this, right, and leading us in worship. And God says, I want you to have a full band and, and drums, drums on stage? That was kind of like a brand new idea. Uh, multiple small groups for all of our adult education instead of Sunday school for adults. He wanted us to get out in the community and get the word out into the community and into homes midweek with our adult small groups. And we've done that. Another part of the vision was to have multiple church plants, to not only plant Canyon Hills, but be a church planting church. God's enabled us to do that. Amen? Amen. That stuff gets to me. But it's only because of God. And then be a church of multiple leadership development. For Handing Hills to be a leadership factory. Now today, you, you look at all of that and most every church is structured that way. But 25 years ago, not so much. But faithfulness to that vision has produced today hundreds of disciples with many now spread across the United States serving Jesus in, in wonderful ways. It has produced five church plants and through our ministry in the Philippines, 15 stronger churches. And over the years, 53 people that have served on our staff beyond a few of us, it just wouldn't go away. Uh, 53 have been released into ministry for the very first time in their lives, just either coming out of college and giving them a shot in ministry or them switching for from a, a secular vocation to a full-time ministry vocation, we've just had so many people make that shift. 20 of those 53 went into full-time ministry. 28 were into part-time ministry. Five into church planting ministry. And 29, get this, 29 of those 53 are still involved today in full-time Christian ministry. 55%. And man, God has just used us to give people a shot, give people an opportunity to, to start into ministry and then serve God. Amen? Amen? It's been awesome. It took daring faith to start, but it also took daring faith to stay. For me to stay true to the vision that God spoke into my heart, it, it was new and uncharted territory. It took daring faith for our leaders to stay the course when the first recession hit Canyon Hills in the early 1990s. Anybody been still around? Early 1990s? First recession hit. We had just opened our doors. People were losing their homes. They were people that we had reached, began to move out of the city. They lost their homes. They, they had to go somewhere and find work. People were hurting. We had just opened. Giving had plummeted. 
It was a hard season. And there were several times that I was on my prayer walk and I was saying to the Lord, you had better not give me another opportunity now because I just might take it. God, this is hard stuff. It took daring faith for the leaders then of our church to stay the course after we moved here. When the, the last recession hit in 2008, right after we had built here, things got really hard. And I've come to believe that there are two things that this church family has never, ever been able to get away from. First of all, recessions after big steps of faith. <laughs> and the train. <laughs> wherever, we, wherever God takes us, we can't get away from that stinking train. <laughs> it's always there. And then it took daring faith to stretch. Whether it was stretching to develop more space or plant more churches or buy this property and build. Or to commit during the last recession that we were not going to stop getting outside of ourselves. And we didn't. Whether it was stretching to not stop going to Juarez at the height of the violence in that city. That we might continue to encourage our sister church. Or stretching to plant a new church in Clovis this May. It's always taken daring faith to stretch. But this church family, you have a history of demonstrating daring faith. You always have. Those here at the beginning, those all of you along the way, those of you who are still here today. And listen, the number of people who have been helped the number of people that have been brought into this church family, the number of people who've had their lives stabilized, the number of people who've been unleashed to serve the purposes of Jesus Christ is far greater than any of us can imagine because of your daring faith. You are people who have over and over and over again gotten behind the vision and stepped out in faith and showed daring faith. You have dared to believe that the touch of Jesus makes things possible. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. So here we are, still today, still standing, still helping churches start and stand in several locations. Daring faith made a new church possible. But what I really want to talk about today is this. Write this down. Daring faith makes a harvest possible. A greater harvest possible. Folks, we're living in a time when it's possible to tell more people about Jesus than any other time in our history. We are living in a time where we have the tools, the experience, the technology to help more people begin a relationship with Jesus than ever before. And all we need to do that is what I call the want to. All we need to do that to reach more people for Jesus is the want to. Together, we need to want to keep finding ways to help others decide to follow Jesus. Jesus says the harvest is ripe, but the workers are few. And as I look at churches across our nation, sometimes I'm discouraged. It seems like in this time when it's possible to gather a greater harvest of new believers, there's a lesser amount of Christians who have the want to, who want to expand, who want to see their neighbors and their friends and their family members come to know our Jesus. Amen? Amen. And folks, if, that, if I can challenge you with anything, it's get in the, in the presence of Jesus. 
And let him flow down to you like never before. The want to. Amen? Amen. The want to. You see, it takes daring faith to follow the Lord of the harvest. Because the Lord of the harvest comes along and he says, feed the hungry. Care for the orphans and the widows. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And so that takes faith to follow his will instead of our own will. Often our own will is more aligned with our worlds, which says, feed yourself, care for yourself. Go see the world for yourself. And bye, 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 because tomorrow you may die. <laughs> and that's what our world says, just take care of yourself. So it's so easy in our culture to get caught up in only providing for our needs instead of providing for the needs of others and for others a way to know Jesus. And yet the Bible says, God says, in humility value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And God says, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Folks, I believe that a day is coming for all of us who do sacrifice to care for others, to follow the will of the Lord of the harvest, when our reward will be greater than we could ever imagine. Greater. And I believe that when you get to heaven, you'll not have one ounce of regret over any sacrifice that you made to see somebody else come to know Jesus and find their way to heaven. Amen? Amen. There will be no regret. And so, yes, it takes daring faith to walk a different road than our world. Yes, it does take daring faith to follow the will of the Lord of the harvest, to care for others. But those who follow Jesus have no regrets. Amen? Amen? No regrets. And last, it takes daring faith to reap that harvest. It always takes steps of faith to go out and bring in from the field the harvest that's ripe and ready. So here are three things that God has put on my heart that will help us as a church do that. They're things that I believe God wants us to do together to reap a greater harvest. They're things that will once again, though, require us to have to demonstrate some daring faith. To sacrifice our, our time and our energy and, and more of our resources. So once again as a church, we're going to have to believe that the touch of Jesus can make these things possible. Number one, God wants us to get ready to fully fund a missionary, at the very least, to fund the very first year for a new missionary in the field. You see, I see and I believe God is calling some from this church to become pastors and missionaries that one day we will get behind. But until then, God is calling us to get started down that road and begin helping a new missionary get on a new field. I mean, wouldn't it bless your heart to send a new missionary to make some more new disciples? And you know, if you've been coming here for a while, we support missions in all kinds of ways. But listen, to send a new missionary is God's heart for us. You see, he's not called us just to make disciples. He's called us to send some of our disciples. Amen? Amen. To send some of them. And God is calling us to get behind that and do that. 
Next, God wants us to get ready to plant another new church. You're going, man, we just did one. (laughs) But God wants us, at the very least, to maybe go and help Sergio plant his first church outside of his church. And Carlos and I are going down to Juarez in a couple of weeks, and we're going to be talking to Pastor Sergio. It's it's time to expand, brother. How how are you going to do this? We can get behind you. We can help you. At the very least, to help David and Clovis plant his first church outside of his church. At the very least, we can do those things. But what if we could help Sergio? What if we could help David? And what if we could do another one on our own? Amen? Amen. And get outside of ourselves in that great way. Now, these are all things about other cities and other countries. That's, That's the going and telling. But then God also wants us to reach more people in our city. God wants us to get ready to build this thing we've been talking about called the park. The park. Out here in the grass, out here in the lawn. Take a look at this. This is part of God's vision for this property, this city. God has been speaking to our heart over the years, and and the the process has kind of changed. The vision has kind of changed. But God wants us to build this open-air park, activity court, hospitality court, a children's commercial grade court where we as a church on the weekends, whether we're here, whether we got ministries going or not, we're not locked up. We're open to our community. And after school each day, we can run after school homework sessions and snack sessions and structured play sessions and, and sessions. And we can just invite families to send their children here. And we can just open our doors to this whole community and say, come, we want to host you here. We want to build relationship right here with you. We want to help you come to know Jesus. And we're now raising those funds, as you know. But we're waiting to build until all funds are in hand. This is a cash effort. It's a no-debt effort. So we're getting things all teed up. And when the funds are in, we'll build. So that means we're now getting the structural and civil engineering all finalized. It means that the city approvals are being granted. It means that right now, contractor bidding is getting started. And so as soon as the funds are in hand, we will build the park. Amen? Amen. That's coming. I'm going to talk about that more next week. Folks, Daring Faith made a new church possible 25 years ago. But more Daring Faith beyond this moment makes a greater harvest possible. We're not done here yet. We're not done. We're We're just getting started. It's time to go beyond this moment. Once again, it's time to believe that the touch of Jesus makes everything possible. And we say, but Jesus, it's going to cost some money. And how how in the world are we going to do this? Jesus, if you can do anything. (laughs) And Jesus says, if you can, if I can't, what? Everyone who believes is possible. It's possible. Amen? Amen? It's possible. I believe it's time for us to demonstrate again and again and again daring faith. Are you willing? I believe in my heart that you are. You've always been willing. Let's go the next step. And all of God's people said, amen. Amen. I'm going to ask the worship team to come, but let's bow for prayer. Would you pray this prayer along with me in your heart? Father, we thank you for every answered prayer. Every miracle that has come from your hand to make Canyon Hills possible and fruitful these past 25 years. Today we commit once again 
to be people of daring faith, that we might continue to see your touch make all of the things you're calling us to do together possible. We believe you have more for us to do, more people for us to reach right here in this city and beyond. Lord Jesus, we give you all the praise and all the glory. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen.